Hello, welcome to Songs in the Key of, a podcast about songs. These might be old songs, new songs or middle-aged songs, anything that takes my fancy really. Sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea, a person, a genre or some other concept. Other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions, my new favourite bands, those songs I can't get out of my head. So let's get on with it. You can't beat a bit of chamber pop. All orchestral instruments, strings, woodwind and brass taken out of their classical context to produce something contemporary but bringing with them the richness associated with their natural home in the orchestra pit. In 2012, Daisy Chapman released the album Shameless Winter, which features the magnificent song Better Me. It's all about someone desperate to make it in the arts as a performer, a singer or perhaps an actor, trapped in that absolute cliché of roles for those waiting for their big break, waitressing. It's a song riddled with self-doubt. The song's narrator identifies herself as someone artsy with no credentials, someone with average grades from a mediocre college, and a bitter awareness that that path is littered by the bones of those who tried and failed. In fact, the song seems to represent something of a dawning realisation that it's just not going to work out. And with that comes anger. Anger that she feels led on by her mother. Why do you tell me that my star shone bright today? She asks. Because it all feels like false hope. The music pounds with intensity. The rhythmic chuff of an express train hurtling through the night. But there are also moments of tender balladry where Chapman's voice intertwines with a violin's accompaniment. Despite the big sound of piano, violin, cello, double bass, percussion and trombone, it's a very intimate sounding song, almost claustrophobic even, with a feel of an off-Broadway show, an Edinburgh Fringe performance. Or maybe that's just because I have the Netflix film Tick Tick Boom rattling through my memory as an obvious point of reference right now. Whatever, Better Me is a brilliant song from a gorgeous album. And it goes something like this. As a waitress, pouring coffee, laying tables. It's the default role for someone artsy, no credentials. It's not fine dining, but the most Every now and then the name of some obscure indie band pops into my head 
one I once read about in a Mojo review in April 2009 or something, and I take it upon myself to move heaven and earth to get hold of a copy of their album. It happened with the very first band I featured on these podcasts, a long-forgotten band from the 90s called Rialto, and it happened again not that long ago with a band called Claw. That's C-L-O-R. Claw were the next big thing once, until they weren't. A couple of EPs, an eponymous album, and then implosion. Within a year they had split up and the world had moved on, which is a shame because they were fun, distinctive and inventive, all angular melodies and quirky sounds. Love and Pain, the third song on their only album, is just such a beast. It thrusts around with a mechanised precision, like some complicated clockwork toy sent into overdrive, a million parts all working together in a swirl of organised chaos. Just listen to this. think Blur, Oasis and Pulp. I never really understood the lumping together of Blur and Oasis in the same camp. One of them was a latter-day rock and roll act, all loud guitars and sing-along anthems about sex, drugs and being a rock and roll star, status quo with Parkers and moderately better haircuts. The other was lighter of touch, creating songs born out of more sensitive observations of everyday life, bored housewives, work-addled commuters, and the tedium of weekends. Blur were no strangers to the sing-along anthem, but they were a bit more creative with the form, and they clearly knew their way around more than just three chords. You can probably guess which side of the fence I came down on. Anyway, I digress. The thing was, Britpop was not just about Blur, Oasis and Pulp. There were plenty of other bands too, most of whom are thought of today, if they're thought of at all, as also rans, and quite a few of them were fronted by women. Elastica, Sleeper, Catatonia, Echo Belly. Even at the time it felt like there was some sort of two-tier system in place determined by gender. The top spots in Britpop were reserved for the boys, Damon, Liam, Noel and Jarvis. The girls, Justine, Louise, Keris and Sonia, had to live in their shadows. Echo Belly's first album, Everyone's Got One, came out in 1994 and it features a rather splendid indie pop anthem by the name of I Can't Imagine the World Without Me. 
It bounces around with a kind of carefree delight that Britpop did so well before swooping into a stately climax involving Penny Lane-style trumpet fanfares and layer upon layer of Sonia Madden's velveteen voice. The lyrics perfectly capture the mood of that mid-90s period that was rife in popular culture, all hedonism, and a belief that anything really was possible, that spectacular sense of self-assured self-belief. What I tell is a different story. What I have, I take, then give it all away. So if you'd like to come this way, then help me climb the walls that stand before me. It's a rip-roaring thrill ride of self-discovery and absolute positivity. A magnificent display of optimism that, to be honest, I really do miss. swing, obviously. In 2015, a Parisian band called Caravan Palace released their third album, whose name is pretty much impossible to say, it being an emoticon representation of a robot's head. According to Wikipedia, so it must be true, some people call this record Robot Face, or Robot. It's a splendid fusion of old-school swing-time jazz, or Charlestons and Jives, with the heavy beats and samples of electronic dance music, Robot Face opens with an absolute barnstorm of a tune that remains my favourite on the record, Lone Digger, although it's up against some stiff competition. They throw absolutely everything at it. Muted trumpets, rippling clarinets, heavy electro beats and rapid-fire hip-hop influenced vocals. It's a swirl of absolute joy at its most decadently wonderful. And it sounds like this. Hey, brother, what you thinking? Leave that on record spinning. You feel the rhythm going. Time to lay low, your knees are bending, so it's time to get up and let go. Hey, 
currently in the process, once again, of transferring as much of my music as possible onto my phone in MP3 form, thanks to the wonders of micro SD card technology. As with all musical reorganisation projects, it's a perfect opportunity to rediscover stuff that's been hiding in plain sight on my CD shelves and external hard drives. Take the self-titled album by the Dublin band Hal, released back in 2005. It's a rather glorious old-school guitar pop album, heavy on the Beach Boys' influences. The example I'm going to play you goes by the name of Play The Hits, which I remember being released as a single back in the day. As with the Caravan Palace song, it's all about the thrill of a good old party. As with the Echo Belly song, it's all about craving to be right in the middle of all the fun. But unlike those two songs, there's a sense of sadness of being on the outside looking in. Some of the best pop songs are tinged with that delicate melancholy of being on the periphery of life. Being a wallflower just isn't that perky. And this song, with all those harmonies borrowed from the Brian Wilson playbook, well, it's just delectable. Take a look at those guys When they play the hits On the radio And the pretty young girls When they shake their hips On a television show developed during the course of this episode in relation to parties. I'm not entirely sure why. Maybe I should have sent an email around beforehand inviting you to bring your own booze. A song that's popped into my head out of nowhere lately, and this really is a curveball, is Well Did You Ever from the musical High Society, as performed by Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. I've never seen the film or a production of the show, but I've got an idea the song would regularly appear on the playlist of Radio 2 as I was growing up. The voices of Crosby and Sinatra meld together perfectly as they exchange gossip about the misfortunes of mutual acquaintances before dismissing them all in favour of the hedonism of enjoying a good old party. They don't even let the possibility of planet Earth's collision with Mars dampen the mood. There are flourishes of a Strauss waltz in the Marseillais, and spectacular experiments with time signatures that quicken the pulse. The Cole Porter penned song is a perfect example of old school musical writing and performance at its show-stopping best. I don't like many musicals, but I do absolutely love this song. It's great, oh, it's great, it's grand, so grand, it's wonderland. 
We sing, we sing so rare, so rare, like old cabin like Barbarum. Don't take that kind of crooning, chum. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party, a swell party, a swell elegant, elegant party this is. The final song in this mini streak of party themed tunes is one about a party going wrong. Eliza Carthy, a prominent name in the world of folk, released the album Neptune in 2011, and its opening track, Blood on My Boots, is absolutely magnificent, mixing folk with an old-school music hall style of Mary Lloydish storytelling, all honky-tonk pianos, waltzing accordions, shuffling percussion and raucous choruses. It tells the story of a night out that starts off with glitz and glamour, drinking champagne with Jerry Springer, no less, but which quickly descends into disoriented chaos and blood spilt thanks to someone spiking her drink. It's a rich, vibrant, visceral song that pulls you deep into the story, right from the splendour of schmoozing with celebrities through to stumbling to the ground, blood-stained in the gutter, as the backing vocalists evocatively recreate the ninor of police sirens. It's a harrowing story, but exquisitely told. There's an angel in white all that night Watched me leave, watched me stumble The poison, it blacks out your eyes Then your face meets the ground And if you There's kind of an inevitability that I'll be talking about Yardak right now. They're the current new big thing. So big that despite their anti-melodic jagged guitars and obtuse lyrics, 
they recently managed to get their debut album to the dizzying heights of number two in the charts. In the recent 2021 review I did, I talked with Moira Mahaffey and Stuart Turner about how there has been an emergence of female-fronted acts like Wet Leg and Dry Cleaning delivering sardonic spoken word lyrics over driving guitar backing of late. In the same podcast, I spoke with Mark Simmons, one half of Dead Anyway, who provides the musical backing for another superb deliverer of wry observations in the form of Kate Arnold. So there's definitely a buzz in the air for this kind of thing. Listening to Yard Act, I was immediately reminded of Half Man Half Biscuit, whose Nigel Blackwell has been half singing, half speaking over angular guitars since almost the dawn of time. But while Half Man Half Biscuit based their whole shtick in the petty annoyances of everyday life, mixed with a kind of surreal nonsense humour whose tradition can be found rooted in the Goon Show, Yard Act have a sharper bite about them. They are angry and bitter and twisted. Somehow they managed to convey all of this without sounding self-righteously indignant. Something about the almost can't be asked delivery of James Smith and his peppering of wit keeps them on the right side of Preachy. Come to think of it, there's a fair bit of Marky Smith about the whole thing too. For Exhibit A, may I present Payday, with its heavily distorted funky guitar backing that sounds like Niall Rogers might have popped around for a cup of tea and a chat the day before recording. Payday is glorious both in sound and conceptual vision, a song about balancing principles with comfort. It's swarming with ideas about local governmental incompetence, the baked in flaws of capitalism, and a rather gloomy view that no good deed will ever remain unpunished. For a song so bound up in futility, it's got a pretty banging beat to it. Who knew it was possible to get down and boogie to the sound of us all going to hell in a handcart? What constitutes a ghetto? Huh? Is it growing your own lettuces in the potholes on the road? Do the locals have to eat them all if they don't sell them? I call potholes concrete meadows of the soul. What constitutes a ghetto fetish? Huh? Is it growing your own lettuces but not filling in the potholes? The local council will be getting an earful, believe me, I call their locals concrete bollards to the soul. We all make the same sound when we get mowed down. And there are starving children in Africa, so go send your toy guns to Bosnia. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and treat your husband right. What constitutes real change, huh? Are we even vaguely aware of where we'll terminate the muse if all offers are final? Then how is it even possible for you to be both flush and completely principled? Ah, yeah, well, I didn't do any of it for you. Regular listeners to this podcast will know I do like a good old compilation album from time to time, and I regularly feature examples of songs from such collections for your amusement. For the next instalment of this occasional series, I offer you a tune from a CD from 2000 bought for me as a Christmas present by my housemate Ewan from university, and it goes by the name of Grand Slang. 
featuring music from the artists on the city slang roster at the time, artists such as Yola Tengo, Calexico and Lamb Chop. Strongholder by Salaryman is a whirlwind within a cyclone wrapped up in a hurricane of a tune. It opens with thrashed out drums and only gets madder from there. Squelching swampy bass and furiously swirling synths and punchy organ chords. It mixes the carefree abandon of psychedelia with a spiky, darker sound of something you might not necessarily want to bump into on a dark night. I know nothing else about Man, other than this is absolutely terrific. excellent reissue of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac albums collected together with a rarities disc and there was the rather special new album by John Hopkins, Music for Psychedelic Therapy. Previous outings by John Hopkins on albums like 2013's Immunity or 2018's Singularity have revolved around that thick, heavy trademark bass sound, all gritty and distorted like the sound of a rave fed through broken speakers but in a bizarrely good way. Music for psychedelic therapy, though, is a vastly different beast. It's the ultimate chill-out album. So chilled out, it should probably come with a warning not to drive or operate heavy machinery under its influence. It comes amidst a shift in thinking about mental health, where the supervised use of psychedelics is being seriously considered and championed by the likes of Gabor Mate, as an effective means of treating trauma and addiction. John Hopkins' latest album then is a response to this, something of a soundtrack to accompany the experience of psychedelic therapy. There's no deep, glitchy bass lines at all. Everything's all happening at the treble end of the musical spectrum, with the sounds of singing bowls intermingled with ethereal electronica to create the musical equivalent of a lava lamp 
mesmerising and beautiful and seductive. The tracks on the album are all instrumental, apart from the very last one, Sit Around the Fire, which starts with the ambient sounds of a fire, accompanied by the sound of what might be human voices singing, but then eases into a series of meditative reflections. The gentle voice of the late spiritual teacher Ram Das offers a series of thoughts as the chords of a piano slowly pace around the keyboard. There are thoughts like this. It's really time for you to see through the absurdity of your own predicament. You aren't who you thought you were. You just aren't that person. Or how about this one? Everything in you that you don't need, you can let go of. You don't need loneliness, for you couldn't possibly be alone. You don't need greed, because you already have it all. You don't need doubt, because you already know. What could initially sound like the spaced out musing of someone with their head in the clouds actually has a beautiful weight to it the more you dwell on the ideas contained within, that search for peace that can only be found within. It might be tempting to rush out and find something, usually buy something out there that can fix it and fix it quickly. Another person, a thing to become addicted to, a must-have object, a new fad, maybe even a religion. But as I find myself realising a little more each day, it's the longer, harder, less enticing slog of working on yourself that will actually get you towards that peace. But don't just take my word for it, just listen to this. Judgments and opinions of the mind be judgments and opinions of the mind. And you exist behind that. Ah, so. of your own predicament. You aren't who you thought you were. You just aren't that person. And in this very lifetime, you can know it. Right now. The real work you have to do is in the privacy of your own heart. External forms are lovely, but the real work is your inner connection. So there you have it, ten songs in the key of what I've been listening to of late. I hope you enjoyed them. Let me know what you think by replying to the Instagram post for this episode. Just look for Songs in the Key Off. 
I'll be back sooner or later with some songs in the key of something or other else. In the meantime, have a marvellous few days and nights till we meet again. If you're quiet when you meditate, if you truly open your heart, just quiet your mind. Open your heart. Quiet the mind, open the heart. How do you quiet the mind? You meditate. How do you open the heart? You start to love that which you can love and just keep expanding it. You love a tree, you love a river, you love a leaf, you love a flower, you love a cat, you love a human. But go deeper and deeper.